0: Hey, it's Jordane. So as it turns out, this is not our Mother's Day episode. This is just a regular episode. But when the the episode starts, you're going to hear us talking about it being our Mother's Day episode. We made a mistake. This is actually coming out a week after Mother's Day. We're in our 20s. Woo. It's a crazy time. Scheduling. It's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, we love you. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. It's great otherwise. You know, aside from us being wrong about when it actually is released. Uh, hope you still love us. Bye. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week... For Mother's Day, the day after <laughs> Mother's Day, we decided to do Billboard Dad.
1: Because I mean, honestly, here's the thing: um, <laughs> a lot of people don't have moms, um, <laughs> or they have. Okay, good. Pretend like this is a plan. Shitty moms. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna pretend this is totally on purpose. Uh, or, or you know, there's a lot of single dads that get overlooked. So we we don't want to necessarily conform to the the hallmark okay right. we we didn't right. think about it you guys. right right we, we no just we totally to
0: forgot do a movie nope. about dads. yeah <laughs> no we forgot we totally forgot um, we forgot and like we were supposed to do Gary Marshall's Mother's Day and I forgot and Bronwyn forgot and yeah, here so we're doing Billboard Dad we're doing
1: Billboard Dad but um. you know what? father's day is coming up <laughs> and we can do mother's day then because what is time right
0: uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. What is time and billboard dad. I this is the first time that I've ever like done research on who directed and wrote a Mary-Kate Nashley movie because usually you know I people don't really think about that. I definitely didn't because when I watched these movies I wasn't I mean I was still thinking about cinema as a kid of course but like when I was watching Mary-Kate Nashley I never thought cinema. I thought this is Mary Kate and Ashley.
1: Exactly, they they <laughs> kind of have their. I mean, they they actually did have their own small world of movies, um, and so yeah, it almost felt like, oh no, this is just a Mary Kate and Ashley production. Oh so yeah, it
0: magically happened. Yeah, <laughs> it was just it was it was not directed by. Uh, okay, so apparently, it was directed by a person. It was directed by a man named Alan Metter, and Alan Metter directed the. Um, you know, the 80s kind of classic, but probably deserves more love. Girls just want to have fun. Um, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, that, that Helen Actually, H- like totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tone yeah, wise. yeah, it was it was um, but also oh, Rodney Dangerfield's Back to School. He directed what?
1: Back to School. Oh my gosh, talk about range.
0: Uh, yeah, I just it, there's he directed a Richard Pryor movie called Moving. I mean, what is this? Cold dog soup with Randy Quaid? Okay. We're just, I mean, this is a guy who was like, police academy, mission to Moscow. Um, I'm fascinated by him. I I Based off this information alone. I also uh, like oh my god and also a TV movie called Summertime Switch with Jason Weaver and Ryder Strong hold up hold up hold up. Wait. Is this is this something we need to cover for the podcast? I, this is, is something that I need to it? watch immediately though. Like if I have not seen it immediately Jason Weaver Ryder Strong what right if you don't know who those two people are it is Marcus from Smart Guy and sean from boy meets world together <laughs> as you've never I mean, seen I them before i need to
1: see i need to see this like i mean this is on on the level of having buffy and d'angelo be friends <laughs> <laughs> and simply
0: irresistible but yes um then he directed billboard dad and then he did um another um Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, Passport to Paris. So Hey, that's another one of my favorites. Oh, so this is...
1: A, wow, this is a... So he's done some of my favorite Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. I mean, I have... And he's <laughs> done actually like five like
0: favorites, so... You good know. movies. It's interesting. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I mean, I was honestly surprised because I rewatched it last night. And, I mean, it's a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, so obviously I knew it's going to be, you know, a little ridiculous. But I was expecting it to be way worse like, I thought I would rewatch it, and I'd be like, this is so bad. But I was like, oh, this is... There's a lot of questions that I have about it,
0: but it's, it's still a really delightful movie. Uh, well, uh, it was written by... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was written by um, Maria Jaquameden, and that's the best that I can do. Um, and her major credit before billboard dad was a short-lived Highlander TV series about a female Highlander called Highlander the Raven. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Ah. Wow! I this need more a, time in my amazing. week immediately to, to I,
1: shoehorn all of these viewings. I am like. so
0: like, oh my! This this is this is great, man! Like she, oh my god, she's written ep- and after this she wrote episodes of Relic Hunter, Baywatch. Like wow, she wrote te- she. Wrote ten episodes of Mad Men, so wow, she was. I mean, she. So <laughs> she's she's got a she career. Like her she career made it. has been, yeah, it's been <laughs> thriving. Like I, wow, this is um. <sighs> I wanna I wanna I, read an interview with I'm her. I'm just so like excited like reach out about for an interview. I'm so excited about <laughs> so much of this. This is just this is just such my shit. Like this is like my area of when I was watching TV all the time, and so I knew all the things. And I'm just like all these people like. Like, um, like, just seeing how they're all connected. <laughs> yes. So. I am I am living for it. Oh, my God. And, like, the dad is played by um, t- uh, d- um an actor named Tom Amandis, who's, like, not like, a, he's not like a super famous actor, but he's not, like, a nobody either. He's just kind of, like, been, like, in the middle for a really long like, time. Like, he's been working as an actor for a long time. Like, like he, he was on, like, all of Everwood. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like
1: that sums <laughs> it up. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, yeah, like, you're... Like you've made it past the point w- that a lot of people want, like where you're regularly working, but you're not a big name.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ev- I have never watched. I've never watched Everwood, but it all just popped up on Hulu. So I'm all of a sudden just like, do I want to watch some white nonsense?
1: <laughs> Do I want to I mean <laughs> that is that is the question with so much television isn't it
0: Uh yeah he also plays Gina Davis's boyfriend in The Long Kiss Goodnight which is a movie that everybody should see that I have on DVD over I by the TV I have not seen that actually. but I I adore
1: Gina Davis um so that's all I needed to hear
0: And um so that's the dad that's the titular billboard dad um Tom Amandis and uh his love interest is played by Jessica Tuck Um, Jessica Tuck, for me, best known as, nan flanagan on hbo's true blood nan <laughs> flanagan the the beautiful blonde lady who's the voice for all the vampires near the beginning that's just like we're not gonna kill you we have true blood we're not gonna i was like i was like, oh my god it's nan i was freaking out yeah you're just
1: like shit i did not expect to recognize her here
0: i yeah no i mean this is this is like this is kind of like a kind of white all-stars kind of thing like it's like i've seen these white people before <laughs> these are all <laughs> Familiar white people that I I'm am oh, okay with I'm okay with them, <laughs> and of course we've got uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen who are 31. They're, they're 30. Oh, they're the same age as Kyle. That's it. I just I can't believe that they're. Can you believe that they're 31? It's weird. I mean, and like, that one of them is married. Like sometimes,
1: like I mean, I always knew they were just a few years older than me. So I mean, that part I was so aware of like their age. that that, that's not surprising to me, because I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're a couple years older than me. But it's also weird, I don't know. Like, one part of me feels like Mary-Kate and Ashley should be 40 by now. And then another part of me feels like they should still be, like, 24, Yeah, but 31 for some reason doesn't sit right. It was
0: also, it was really mean that she, they were at the Met Gala and all of the, all of the comments about them were really mean and just like making fun of how they aged and like, that's not cool, man. People
1: are really mean about Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, because they both, (laughs) I mean, I think it was Ashley who, she had a Coke problem for a while, um, and like, so, you know, when she, when she was in the throes of her Coke problem, like, you could tell, like, she was very unhealthy, skinny, um and uh i mean they they, like i i think uh, i I don't don't quote me on this i know one of them dealt with an eating disorder like there are a lot several. yeah yeah there's like several things Um, that they've dealt with and you know they got and everybody made fun of them and i'm like oh my god why are you guys such monsters like they grew up as children on tv and now you're gonna you're gonna make fun of the way they look and then when they you know form addictions to deal with all of this bullshit you're going to make fun of them.
0: Yeah, it's like they got they got famous really really early in their lives. They got famous as babies. They got money very very young and yes they created like, you know, an entire empire with jewelry and clothes and tapes and everything. And but like they and I guess the argument is that they have a lot of money, so they should be really healthy, but that's really rude. Like, there's obviously something else going on, and I also don't like the way that, since, like, Elizabeth Olsen is around, Elizabeth Olsen is their younger sister, she's 29, Yeah. Um, that, like, people are just like, well, Elizabeth seems, like, functional, and, like, she can actually act, and it's like, Maybe she had a completely different life experience because she didn't grow up in the public eye. Like yeah, I just everybody don't <laughs> compares her. And
1: Elizabeth Olsen, like she appeared in a few of their detective videos. She would appear very um, temporarily, like as a young child. But that was her main appearance in the public eye as a kid. Whereas Mary Kate and Ashley were obviously everywhere. You know, they were on Full House, and then they had their whole series of detective videos, and then they had the movies. So it's really n- unfair, I feel like, for the public to compare. Elizabeth to them because she was kept out of the public eye largely during her childhood. I don't know, w- you know, I don't know what the background of that like those decisions or that reality was. Yeah, it's kind of like you and, know, I, and it's I feel like not this, really this my business. I
0: mean, this <laughs> always happens with like famous sisters. Like um Melissa Joan Hart has a sister named Emily, I believe, and like Emily never really got famous, but she does voice work and when you watch the Sabrina uh, animated series, at least the original one, that was that was her sister Emily. And it's like that's what she chose to do. Like her choice was to voice the cartoon. She yeah. didn't want everybody. Like yeah, <laughs> it's like I want
1: everyone. She probably saw what Melissa had to deal with and was like, I'm good. I would like to get some creative work and not
0: deal with all of that. I would <laughs> like to just be a disembodied voice. Like I'm like. <laughs> Oh, people don't know who I am? That's fine. Um. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can go get coffee and peace? Cool. But I have steady work? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. And like, and also, like, Elizabeth Olsen's first movies were Silent House and Martha Marcy May Marlene. So, I mean, like, that's a completely different trajectory. Like yeah, I mean, she also, <laughs> yeah, Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, they didn't, they weren't
1: set up to be taken seriously as actors. I mean, and part of that is because they started as child actors. But, like like and and yeah i just i have a really big issue with like you were saying specifically the way people treat sisters in the public eye because there's kind of this punishment either way it's like either oh they're not famous i guess they're not good at anything um or like oh look at how famous and messy they are like you know they got drunk once <laughs> like like i think it, like man if my life was all like if everyone in public knew about every hot mess night i had like <laughs> forget about it
0: <laughs> yeah uh <laughs>
1: anyways that yeah yeah
0: uh that's that is that is, is that is I our mary kate and ashley so much. leave them alone and stop making
1: weird yeah stop w- making memes about how they look like calm down like people are like oh well they're fine because it's rich i'm like no nah, it's still misogyny like you're still an asshole so anyways this movie billboard dad <laughs> <laughs> a lot of feelings about mary k nashley uh no
0: i mean yeah no i understand um it's it it's very it it seems like a music video like i kept on waiting for the red hot chili peppers to show up oh totally (laughs) yeah absolutely and it's just like oh we're in venice california it's just, like, the coolest place, and everybody's so nice. It actually, like, makes Venice sound, like, kind of beautiful. Like, it kind of... It we- it's weird, because it kind of looks like Rocket Power. It kind of looks like they live in the town that Rocket it Power <laughs> happens in. There were also
1: partly because of the clothing style, but also just partly because of the very, like bright tone of the movie there were moments where it made me think of from justin to kelly because of that music video kind of quality
0: yeah 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 it very much looks like a music video which like i assume like the director was like that's a choice that he made yeah clearly um and like uh, you know and there's like some sweet narration and it's just like you know when our mom died well it didn't even say they didn't even say their mom died up front they're just like you know everyone's so nice here and when we had some trouble you know everyone pitched in to help and and everyone's so great and like and she's like and one of them's like skating and i'm just gonna say up top that i cannot tell the difference between these two people the only thing that i know that are different between the characters is that one of them has an admirer tess tess has an admirer.
1: Um, and Tess is really good at diving. Emily has a crush on her diving coach.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So <laughs> the one that's good at diving does not have a crush on. the But game, I don't though. know which twin is playing which. I will fully it's say that. know. Yeah. No. I mean, it's like it's like the sister sister conundrum. Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tia Tamara. I don't know.
0: Uh, I don't you know what plots. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's just, like, you know, skating and, like, the scenery, and then you go into this, like, hip loft. And they were just like, we got to scramble the eggs. And there's something about you don't want to scramble them with a the fork because that's like mean to the egg. And then they put the egg in a bag and then they just like shake it around. It's like scramble, 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 scramble. scramble. I remember Kyle was like looking at it while we were <laughs> doing it. He was just like, so when's the bag going to open? And I'm just like, it's a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. The bag is not going to open. Yeah,
1: no. Because <laughs> they, they always, like in every Mary Kate and Ashley movie, they're very precocious and they're very upbeat. Um,. Like I can't think of a Mary Kate and Ashley movie where they actually have a lot of emotional distress that's like deep. Like even when they're, it's related to, like this movie, like the death of their mother and their father, they're very like pragmatic about it. They're like, well, you know, he's feeling this way, so let's just like they're always like solving things. Yeah, like, it, it goes back to their detective stuff. Like it's always like, well, what do, we, how do we solve this? Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like they it's like very very sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah they're very like
1: like i mean i mean the premise of the movie is that they're yeah. pretty basic yeah <laughs> their dad is
0: a successful sculptor and like their mom was a ballerina that died which i'm trying to i i was spending the whole just she did she die from ballerina disease like i just don't understand they she was never yeah they never
1: say uh, i mean if they do say it like listeners you know you can obviously let us know if we miss this but I don't know how she died. We just know she was a ballerina and that she was, you know, really beautiful and, and all these things that dead women always are. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. She always they're always like so like unique and <laughs> I'm horrible, <laughs> um, but it's true. Um, yeah. But we don't know how she died. It's just like, yeah, she died.
0: Yeah. And like the, d- and the dad is sad and he's making sad sculptures. And I guess his sad sculptures are really popular and, He's so sad that he puts orange juice in his cereal, and it's weird because, like, you know what? I I get him. Like, I, it's like I don't, yeah. I don't. Sometimes with these parents, I'm just like, w- like with like with the perfect man, I was like, what the fuck is what what the fuck is this? This guy, I'm yeah. like, no, I get it.
1: Totally. I really like him. I liked him too. He's a very like <laughs> empathetic and he feels very realistic too.
0: Yeah, I just I wanted the best for him. I really yeah. did. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, like he's sad because he's grieving his
1: wife and Oh yeah, my and god. He's just like a sensitive man and he likes to make art. He's like so yeah, he's, he's so He's very
0: pure. I, yeah, I, I liked him. And then we have Okay. Oh my gosh, Nigel. So, so Nigel, Nigel, fake British. Nigel, played by this character, played by an actor named Carl Banks. Um, Nigel seems like <laughs> at first I was like, is he Australian because the name Nigel and the
1: accent, and I was like, no, I think he's British. And he, then we find out that the accent's fake all along. Oh the my end, god, have like
0: you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that trope that whenever anybody has a fake accent, they're always from New Jersey? Yeah, are yeah, always just like, go back like to New Jersey. And I'm just like, it's New Jersey just. <laughs> is people, like just people saying just that New Jersey is so bad that, like, people. That people <laughs> pretend they're from other countries? Yeah, <laughs> from they pretend they're, they're from New Jersey Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to be from New Jersey. Like, this guy, um, this actor, uh, I guess, was never really. A th- never really became a thing. Like, he was in, like like. He just kind of seemed to, like, bounce around. He played, like. He played George Foreman on In Living Color. Oh, my God. He's known for one character on In Living Color. Yes. <laughs> that, he. Wha- I mean, Wow. He really, <laughs> the, like, he really poured himself into this very cartoonish so character. This character, this character is wild to me because, like, this is, like, the first... Is this, like, the only time that somebody's let, like, a black man just, like, swindle them out of money? Just, like, in plain sight? Just, like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, and I was thinking like I'm I'm definitely gonna. I mean, I'm gonna be rewatching some Mary Kate and Ashley soon. Um, <laughs> but I was like, wow, we, because at first I was forgetting he's from New Jersey. I was like, so we have a black British villain here. <laughs> this
0: is like this. Wow. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's very weird. Um, he brings in like this woman who um, is is wants to buy some of the art. It's like, oh my, I feel. This is a this some woman of the betrayals of the w- desperate women in this movie. Oh my god! Okay, the trope that this woman is supposed to be is out of control. Like I just don't know. Her name is her name is something Rubenstein, and I'm just like, oh no, bracing myself yeah, for yeah, some yeah. kind of stereotype, yeah. and I'm just like upset. And then she just shows up, and she's just like, like I want to buy this, I want this, and I want him. Can I have him? Like, and she says
1: that she wants him, like, directly to his face. Uh, yeah, she wants Max, the uh, Mary Kate Nashley's dad. So I like, must have him. Nigel is his agent, so, like,. Basically, Max makes all these sculptures, and then she's... Isn't she getting divorced or something, this woman?
0: Yeah, uh, like, um, yeah. it's I, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't... I
1: feel like... I feel like this she's was... Getting, she's getting divorced. She's supposed to be kind of like a gold digger stereotype. Did you feel like Who's, this like, really attracted to the tortured artist. Did you
0: feel like this character was, like, making fun of Jewish people a little bit? I couldn't even tell if she was
1: supposed to be Jewish or if she had just married a Jewish guy but it did feel like it felt weird to me it felt
0: uncomfortable (laughs) I was just like what is this she just she just like rules I just I don't know man I don't like it um (laughs) yeah yeah it was very like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know it's uh, here on the bad romance podcast we don't like jokes like that no, <laughs> we're like can we not can we not um
1: <laughs> but can we y- not kick it off with some weird anti Semitism where Mary Kate and Ashley are like narrating it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Be tight. <laughs> can we
0: yeah, can we chill? Um yeah, I mean like a lot of like the desperate a lot of the, the weird desperate women stuff is like very strange, but like oh we'll we'll get to that. Um so we find out that like Nigel like very early on that Nigel's basically like scamming off of their dad and we don't really know why we should. We could use character names because nobody's really famous enough for for, for us. just actor names, right? Like exactly. Names like, yeah. okay, so we got Nigel. The dad is Maxwell Tyler. Um, <laughs> so it's just uh, so Max, and the woman is Brooke. Okay, so like, so yeah, we're like, n- uh, Nigel is like clearly like <laughs> scamming Max. He, he he says his anguish. Somebody says th- uh, no does the other woman say this I don't someone says is Anguish keeps you in Armani. And I almost died. Did yeah, you hear that?
1: no, that's the first woman that gets, like, yeah. just a r- she's just in the movie for the first scene. Yeah, And she just, like, is buying art. But, yeah, like, basically, like, Nigel says something referencing the fact that Max's wife is dead. And then the woman's like, well, you know. <laughs> <Yeah, he's laughs> anguish keeps you in Armani. And you're just like,
0: wow. What are we doing? Um, Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're like, immediately, you're like, okay, so Nigel is, like, scooping more money off the top. Um, and that's, yeah, like he, he's only in it, like he's an agent, but he's like, he's definitely taking more than his, you know, whatever, 15%.
0: Yeah, and yeah, so there's so there's that going on. And then there's like the whole diving thing, which is like kind of, it. it usually in this, m- it, I remember as a kid, I was more interested in what was going on with the kids. And I don't know if it's because I'm an adult or I realized that the adult plot was actually written much better in this movie, but whatever it is, whenever they go to the pool, I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. Um, yeah. With this, like, it's just like, oh, we're in love with this diving coach. He's a hunkasaurus. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. So yeah, one of the twins, <laughs> uh, who is called Emily in this has a big crush on the coach, and then but then Tess is better at diving than her, so like Tess gets more attention from the coach. But I mean, the coach is like in his twenties, and they're like twelve, so like luckily he's not interested because that would be a whole other movie. Um, but it's like. <laughs> It's, like, uncomfortable because, like, I remember having those crushes as a kid, like, having a crush on an adult. Yeah. Um, so it's not that I think it's creepy that that's in the movie. It's more that it's just weirder to watch it as an adult because, like, like there's moments where they're, like, do you think he likes me? And I'm, like, God, I hope not. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> whereas when I watched it as a kid,
0: I was, like, rooting for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, Yeah. <laughs> These kids, man. They're—I mean—to the credit of the writing, these are actual kids. Like, there's like a troublemaker kid with like bleach blonde hair who shows up, in like. Um, and I totally like had a crush on him when I watched the movie, like as a child. So oh. it was really weird to watch as an adult. Oh my god, <laughs> he like falls into—he reminds me. He reminds me of the type that there was a type played by um, actor Austin O'Brien who yeah. I was obsessed with Austin O'Brien. This guy is very much like an offshoot of Austin O'Brien kind of style acting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he had an eyebrow ring. Which oh my God, he truly did. Truly emblematic of the times. It really was. Um, but yeah, he like falls into the water. I can't remember how. And then the lifeguard saves him. And then he says, let go me college boy. And I'm just like, yeah. what? and then he yeah it's pretty amazing it it's 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 wild he's just like a little adult and i'm just like oh uh, yeah they were like this they they it was just we were into like little blonde skater boys who were little adults yeah because you
1: can already tell who the kids are gonna be when they grow up which i'm like oh yeah i guess that makes sense (laughs) um but it's it it does it does make me it is just really different to watch as an adult (laughs) because i'm like Oh, yeah, I remember relating to this as a kid, and now I'm, like, re-watching. I can't imagine how weird this would be for
0: anyone who was in it to see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Um, So, like, so they take their dad. Their dad hasn't really, like, gone out or, like, seen any of his friends. They take dad take their dad to, like, a cafe that they used to hang out all the time, which is read by, like, a very nice, like, sweet woman that I'm actually kind of mad that we didn't see in the rest of the movie. So I understand Same. that he had to end up with, like, a pretty skinny blonde lady. I get it. But the way that they looked at each other, I was just like, are they going to end up together? This woman I behind know. the counter? And I also <laughs> wanted to know, I was like, I feel like
1: they, like, hooked up once. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah! And, like, but he's, like, too sad about mm. his wife, and she's, like, self-actualized enough to not put herself in that shitty position
0: yeah like and i was just like man i know that i know that this movie this movie is probably trying to like frame her as like a caretaker like motherly kind of character but the way that they were looking at each other were like people that they were age appropriate they were it was
1: just like she was working and she wasn't like stick thin so i felt like there's this like hollywood like well you know
0: yeah (laughs) obviously right she's not wearing stilettos so yeah exactly um so they get a Sunday, and there are nuts on the Sunday, and he was just like, "Oh my I, gosh, I, I never liked nuts. It was weird. Put nuts on the Sunday because of your mother." And he just like walks out, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah,
1: he like, cause like they they made a whole, they had a special Sunday for the family, and so you know it triggers his sadness and his grief, and and yeah, and he leaves, and then and then that's the moment that Mary Kate and Ashley are just like, "We have to do something like." We have to get our dad to meet people and like, like Uh, he has to go on dates because he's sad and he misses our mom. And I'm like, I'm like, aren't you sad? Like that's because normally, like in these situations, kids are like they don't want their parent to remarry or move on right away because they miss their parents. So
0: I'm like, w- did you guys grieve? Like, that's what I was thinking about the whole movie. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. They seemed, like, so ready. Well adjusted. Yeah, they seemed super well-adjusted. And the way that they were talking about women was just, like, they once again, like, little adults, you were just, like, I just want a like a nice, smart, pretty, independent woman that doesn't mind being taken care of. When they said that, I almost like I like did a <laughs> full turn. I was like, right? what what did they say? Yeah, like they children? like they just like <laughs> no. and and like
1: there were moments in the movie with the kids dialogue where I'd be like, no. and then I'd think and I'd be like, no, i I thought things like that at that age or like like kids are smart. <laughs> it was just weird as an adult.
0: <laughs> yeah um i i also it what was also weird was like um their weird like a uh, anti groupie stance like they're just like no, they're they're aware of what groupies are and they're already anti-groupie for some reason really fucking amused me <laughs> oh
1: for sure like they know that their dad has like art fans and like and their friend uh what was his name the little kid with the musician dad um,
0: oh, my God. Yeah. Who was that kid?
1: Let me see. I can pull this up. Um, <laughs> he was adorable. Oh, they it was, was
0: it Cody? It was Cody. Yeah,
1: Cody. Their friend Cody, who's like also he's always at the pool and he has a really big crush on Tess. His dad is a musician and his dad like played background for a no doubt album. I just I love that No Doubt is brought up in this movie. I feel like that really
0: nails it down. He in got time. yeah, he got no doubt <laughs> tickets. I was just like I was like, this kid's cool this as hell. This kid is really like he's he really so putting in the work.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he but like he mentions he's like when they're, they're talking to him about like oh we need to get our dad and he's like oh well like just give him a guitar and they're like no our dad already has groupies he's an artist we don't want a groupie we want like an independent woman who also wants to settle like
0: <laughs> oh my god okay so this, so this billboard so they decide to do this billboard and the billboard set has a picture of their dad and it says he's single he's handsome he's cool to the max interested write to Max Tyler at like at 10 Surf Street Venice that is incredible
1: (laughs) also it's incredible I kept thinking like when I was in when I was in art school we had to do paintings that were like large scale you have to know a lot about proportion in order to go up and do a billboard and, like, do the letters the right size and all those things. So I was thinking about the logistics. I was like, there's no way these children are going to go up there and do it and then it's going to be readable in the right size. And I know that's, like, a nitpicky thing, but I just kept thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, how?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe, like, I mm, – you know, I mean, so this billboard being up reminds me. When you when you're cli- when you're searching for a Billboard movie, two movies come up. Billboard Dad and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing Missouri. <laughs> Actually, there is uh,
1: <laughs> Maria was saying she's like that there was a comedian I don't know who but you might be listening because I think it's like a local comedian who like made a joke thread about how uh, three billboards was ripping off billboard dad. <laughs> 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 Which I was like, I need to find that immediately. Cause I love that premise. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, the so, like there's already a billboard movie that matters.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> The, the the thing about the the funny thing about this is just that like the fact that these that this kid that these kids are able to get this billboard up and leave it up after watching three billboards and seeing like how much it costs to leave billboards up I was just like how much money do these children have <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> they are really. I mean, they must be really rolling in it. Like, it's weird because they have like they have like a big loft. Cause you, kn- I mean, which costs money. But they also like seem really minimalist within the loft. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're totally. Just, they're very chill. Like they have so normal it's ma-
1: beds. They like you know they eat eggs. It's, they don't have like someone living that, like a caretaker or like a servant or anything like that. So
0: I feel like they're good at just like saving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is um but yeah so they put this billboard up it's like on it's like it becomes like a news story a w- uh, later but like a woman shows up oh my god and he's just this woman shows up and she kind of i mean he basically calls her like a rock groupie which she does kind of look like one this woman was uh one of the teachers in clueless Oh my God, she <laughs> won! Oh my God, this so is she's really completely a, on brand. This is really a '90s Who's Who. I it's love it. Beautiful, yeah. Um, she she comes and like I misguised. She oh my God, it is yeah. Uh, she so she shows up and like I'm just like she,
1: <laughs> <laughs> she shows up and she's like she's got her heels. She's got like. Uh, like tons of blue eyeshadow like bottle red hair like up in one of those claws because remember when those claws were the thing um (laughs) yes the era of the claws um yeah and she just rolls up and she's like i can't write a letter like i'm i'm just like i'm spontaneous and she also (laughs) says that she can't write like like i which made me think can she just not (laughs) write? I was like, "Is this like r-? like I know I, when she said that?" I was like, "I did, I need an explanation. Is this just a bad joke trying to make her seem stupid, or <laughs> or is there an <laughs> actual? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like yeah. I just I it was very hard to know, and uh, like it kind of made me feel bad for her because it's like she really showed up and she really like put herself out there." She's like, I'm interested. I think it's sexy that
1: you put yourself out there. Like she says that to to Max, and of course Max still Max doesn't have any idea yet, so he's just like, "What are you talking about?" And then she's like, "The billboard," and then he turns on TV, and it's like all over the news. And he's like, Who did that? And then the and then his daughters are like, Dad, you're so sad. You never go anywhere.
0: Oh my god, yeah. And so then um so then he finds out, you know, he's angry, but all of a sudden, like women really are into him, and they basically the girls basically like uh talk him into it. He's like, Five dates, I'll do five dates. And while this is happening, um our main woman, um Brooke, and I guess is her friend Debbie? Is that what her... Fr- I think her friend is Debbie, yeah. Um, yeah, where, where, where Debbie's just like, oh, look at him. He's cute. And you should go out with him. And, like, we get the whole backstory that, like, um, Brooke was married and her husband cheated on her. And so she's all bitter. And Debbie's just like, you need to get back out there. And it's really... You know, usually I hate scenes like this, but I really... I honestly felt like they were friends in that yeah, scene.
1: Yeah, I, d- I did too. and like And, like... Brooke was just like, no, I don't need a man. And like, she works, she owns like a glasses shop. I don't know if she does. I think she designs them cause her mom designed them. She's got like a business, you know, she's, very down to earth and but her friend i liked her friend though because her friend was fun and just like whatever get over yourself yeah (laughs) Um, yeah
0: yeah i i did too like and she's just like he's gorgeous which i was like well good for you like cute like i was like gorgeous
1: yeah no he's like a cute like he's a cute like like he totally is viable you know like he's like a cute dad artist like yeah um so i i totally get the crush worthiness but yeah the Gorgeous. Like she's I like, like he-
0: gorgeous. I was like, dang, okay. I was like, we're going we're calling people gorgeous we're, all right. We're doing this, yeah. Um but yeah, and she also says his knuckles don't drag when he walks, which I loved. I oh, loved yeah. that she said that. That was a great line. she was just like men suck
1: this one seems like he's fine
0: the only (laughs) line that she said that didn't sound right is like clearly just like a bad screenplay line where it was like it's been 26 months since you got divorced like she's been counting yeah i was like okay (laughs) no
1: no friend is doing that and if they are they're creepy as hell (laughs) like that's like months like no, just say it's been two years. <laughs> um, um but
0: yeah. Oh my god. And it's just like at some point, I think one of the girls say that <laughs> dad is single and has a lot to offer a woman, which like is yeah, so no.
1: There's funny. there's several lines in the movie where Mary Kate and Ashley are like, "Dad's a babe. He's getting
0: letters," and it's like really cute and pure, but it's also just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's very it's very strange. Um, so then we have the montage of dates, which is like. You know, it's a classic movie trope. The most, like, reductive part, honestly. It's, like, all the women are, like, (laughs) so, you know, over the top. uh, Like, it's, like, one has underarm hair because she's French. Um, One of them, like, which I'm, like, he's an artist.
1: Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, who cares? (laughs) I don't
1: think he would care.
0: (laughs) One of them, like, talks to him in baby talk. One of them, like, cries because... She assumes he's going to break her heart. Yeah. And, like, you know, the one... And, of course, we have to get a burka joke in here because what else? <laughs> well, you know. It's, like... And it's just, like... But, but honestly, wouldn't... would Like, we don't know if there's anything actually wrong with that woman. It's just that he just hadn't met a person with a burka before. And, yeah. I mean, clearly she was... She's the one that was really stepping out of her comfort zone because she was going out with, like, a white non-Muslim man. He should yeah, have felt like honored. Yeah, like,
1: she's the one who's going to probably have to deal with more from her community.
0: Yeah, like, I was just like, she's the one that's taking the actual risk here, jerk. And, and he's anyway. just like, oh, well, I can't see. No, I, I can't I'm see the rest of her face. How do I know if she's hot? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yawn. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, and like eventually, um, Debbie decides to go out with him. Well, like he goes on the dates. He doesn't want to do it, and the girls are just like, "Please, one more." And then they were like, they play like a game for it to make him to make him go out on another date. Yeah. And so then he decides to go out with Debbie. But before, and Debbie brings Brooke just in case you know he ends up being a weirdo. But he ends up running into Brooke before Debbie, and they just like have a nice conversation. And he's just like, oh, "You don't believe it? Love at first sight." Yeah,
1: because like Debbie, I mean, uh, Brooke mentions that Debbie's going to go on a date with him, but she doesn't realize that it's him. She doesn't realize that Max is billboard dad. So she's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really believe in all this, you know, nonsense. It seems ridiculous. And he just kind of plays along because he's liking her. So he's just like, oh, really? And then (laughs) and then Debbie comes up and Brooke's like, oh, wait, you're billboard dad. (laughs) And she feels all flustered and awkward. And Debbie being, like, the ultimate wingwoman friend, like, major ups to her, is just like, why don't you guys get lunch? I'm going to go. Like, you guys are
0: talking. Yeah. Like, she really, she really bows out, like, for her friend. And it's really actually beautiful. I was just like, this is a real like ass a, bitch right here. This is a real here. ass bitch.
1: And I believed it. And I also felt like Debbie doesn't have problem getting laid. Like, Debbie's, Debbie is going to be okay. Debbie's fine. She knows how to get at her life. And yeah. like, she's like, Brooke is over here being a little sad sack, like, understandably. So I'm going to help her out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah i was i was really yeah i was digging it it was very the friendship yeah their friendship was like very pure um and then i mean yeah and then there's a montage of like the the first few dates between max and brooke and of course they're like (laughs) okay this is one note that i have um uh so max is you know a moneyed artist and he never wears a suit jacket that fits him He's always wearing these suit jackets that are super long. They're like down to his knees and then they don't match his pants. And it drives me crazy because it's not like a look like he's not. This isn't like an artsy like he's got a green suit jacket and blue pants. It's like he's just never wearing clothes that fit him. And it really bugs me when they're out on dates because she's like dressed to the nines. Mm -hmm. And I just and I know he has the money. That's my nitpicky. Also, I feel like Mary Kate and Ashley would definitely be like, Dad, you should get a jacket that fits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, they should be dressing him. Yeah, they have like really nice dates. Like, actually, their dating montage is really cute. Like, there's one where they're, I remember one scene where they're just like walking up the porch slowly and they're like, their hands are like very you know lightly interlocked and it's just like such like really like subtle intimacy you know the kind of stuff that you don't even see in rom-coms for adults yeah I was so mad I was just like everybody needs to up their look at this yeah like their romance is actually really (laughs) like believable
1: like they make their characters both feel like real people and they make sense together Um, like she's so like she's very minimalist compared to a lot of the women like that come for him like just and he's like they're both very pared down like they're not like i mean this isn't in la but they're not really la
0: yeah 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 definitely definitely Um, and so they like they like fall in love and it's you know it's very (laughs) it's very white but like in a cute way like these are like this is i don't know this like this like early 90s white kind of like you know this kind of like it takes to the parent trap kind of yeah like White sexuality that I was like constantly fascinated by. (laughs) (laughs) I was very fascinated by because I was just like, these white people these are white people that seem like they fuck and they seem approachable. Whereas, like, I feel like there was a shift where that stopped being true at some point.
1: Like, in the movies? Like, yeah! Like, they either seemed like they didn't fuck and they were just, like, really pent-up, or they seemed completely hostile.
0: Yeah, because, like, take something like, I don't know, like, the big wedding or, like, you know, something, something like that where, like, a bunch of white people are together. It just feels like no one has any sexual energy anymore. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, if I was like God, what who was in It Takes Two? Was it um Which one was Christy Alley in? Christy Alley was in it was It Takes Two. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, like um well number one, Christy Alley just was just like was just like really chill at one point and I missed that. (laughs) I
1: know before like the weight loss industrial complex
0: yeah, you know, whatever. yeah, yeah. before everything happened she to her. to scoop her up. Yeah, I don't know, like, I just really, I don't know. There was a time when it, everything was, maybe it was just, like, 90s, the 90s sheen of just, like, everything was just, like, softer. And everyone yeah. seemed, even when they were high maintenance, they didn't seem as high maintenance as they do now. Like, <laughs> like they, like, listened to Meredith Brooks and, like, like
1: the men knew about female Female orgasms and yeah. like they made themselves like granola in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 Just yeah. Totally. Before everybody got super, re- got even more reactionary. Um, but yeah, so it was it's real cute. I liked it. Um, and then of course we have Nigel coming back, and he <laughs> Nigel's mad that Max is happy because that means that his art is gonna change. It's not the sad art that he can profit off of in the way that he wants and he calls this woman an infernal woman and then he calls her a common trollop yes he does (laughs) also
1: that's the other thing is he uses like terminology like he really leans into like potentially not being from america like like pretend being this fake british man um and it makes more sense when you find out he's from new jersey and he's like pretending to pretend uh But, yeah, he he just, like, he must get in between them because he cannot lose money if Max starts to make happy art that, you know, doesn't sell as well. Or part of it is he's, like, not even in the studio as much now because he's going on dates. So he's, like, just making work slower.
0: Yeah, and he just says like, happy work won't sell. And, like, and, and, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, we find out also he, at around this time that, like, Brooke has, like, trust issues, and she's just, like, you know, the moment that we were, like, checking out China patterns, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna cheat, which I love it. I love this China pattern. I just never, I, I just love that. The, that I love that people like do this. a very white
1: kind of money, like, maybe it's not white even, but just, like, a very kind of money, like, oh, well, we gotta get the right China patterns. I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, like, (laughs) it's so, (laughs) yeah, it's so weird, like, (laughs) there's, but there's, like, fun cliche stuff in this, like, oh my, there's a, there's a part where, um, the girls, like, uh, dump a bucket onto, onto the little troublemaker boy, and I was like, that's the Boy Meets World opening. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's all that is, that's the Boy Meets World (laughs) opening.
1: (laughs) Yes, and they, and it's interesting, like, because they're obviously fascinated by, Troublemaker boy, who we end up later finding out is... Dun-dun-dun, Brooke's son. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, like, he doesn't actually do anything to them. He just, like yells at the swim coach and then they're like, We don't like this guy. So then they dump water on him and I'm like, you guys are kind of mean. Yeah,
0: kinda mean. <laughs> uh, like they kinda like
1: there's moments where like their character like Mary Kate and Ashley are like almost kind of like little mean popular girls. And then there's other moments where they're just like really smart, cool kids. Which feels realistic. That's how people are, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I I'm trying to remember when Nigel's scheme kicks in because there's also just like does Nigel does Nigel do his scheme before the kids find out that 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 Brooke's son is that dude, or it's after? It's right after. He it's right after.
1: Yeah, it's like basically um, Max and Brooke want to go out on a really romantic night alone, and so I think they're going to like stay somewhere. Um, and so they basically like Brooke brings um her son over, and he, and Nigel's supposed to watch the three kids, but then of course the son ends up like so so you know the girls find
0: out it's him they have like a confrontation oh my god he called he calls them <laughs> calls one of them a betty yeah which is amazing <laughs> i forgot the people called people betty it was it's
1: amazing he's like wow for a betty you're smarter than you look like the some of the kids in this are like really savage and i actually <laughs> love it because <laughs> it does feel realistic i'm like yeah kids in junior high that's <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and also just these, uh, these little, these little shits. You know, s- do we need to give you the safe sex talk? And I'm just like, um, excuse me, children. I know, <laughs> I know. That's how I know I'm getting older. as
1: I'm like, shh.
0: Even <laughs> though I'm like, yeah,
1: of course. I mean, of course they know what sex is like at that age. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, essentially, Nigel decides to have like a covert conversation, uh, where he's able to trick Brooke into saying the phrases that he needs to create a tape to scare the kids into thinking that she's going to send them to boarding school. Which is the most, like, hijinks. Like, it's so American actually hijinks. It was such a thing in the 90s, this idea that, like, Any random woman that your father dates is going to send you to boarding school and that's all she ever wants. She just wants to show up. I love it. Like spend your dad's money. I love the like send you to boarding school. Like I'm sure (laughs) like
1: there's certainly ways I could read into it that are like weird and sexist. But in this case I just love I love the evil stepmother trope. I think it's really funny.
0: It's it's so strange. It is strange.
1: But the yeah, the boarding school detail is so that that was particularly, like you said, that was very potent in the 90s. It was like, oh, boarding school. Um, oh, no. What if she
0: sends you to a boarding school?
1: And then what? As yeah. if,
0: like, I. i As if boarding ho- schools aren't usually, like, really good education. Like, <laughs> like I. Moneyed. Re- I really. Yeah. I was always kind of mad that I didn't get to go to boarding school. I was just like, man, I could have hung out with, like, especially, like, a ladies' boarding school. Like, I would have hated having to go at the time. But, like, in hindsight, I was just like, I went to school with, like, just women. <laughs> <laughs> I know I like I
1: like I think I hurt my fe- parents feelings once because I was like I want to go to boarding school just because I thought it'd be cool like like no parents you know like be like going to college early and they were like why do you want to go away <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Um. so uh, they <laughs> they get tricked by the tape so they sabotage the relationship which how do they do that anyway I forgot
1: uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley oh yeah so they see the they hear the tape um, and then you know I don't know like they, they get a model to come over for their dad to like because I guess sometimes their dad would get like a figure drawing model to help model his sculptures after um, and so they talk to Nigel and it's like them and Nigel because Nigel obviously wants them to catch that you know um and uh yeah I think Nigel brings the model but Mary Kate and Ashley are like you should I don't remember I feel yeah I don't me. remember okay, it happens it
0: happens really quickly yeah it
1: happens really quickly basically like a model comes over the dad's like why is she here Nigel's like oh I just brought her here for you to sketch and he goes okay and then like I think Brooke stops by and the gr- and and the girls like purposefully lead her to like a side window where she can see him in the model and not know that it's just like a model being drawn yeah and
0: So yeah. she
1: because she's been cheated on she's just like nope bye and then she dumps him
0: oh yeah and i was just like i Whoa. was so sad because
1: Brooke and max were so good and they're I was so, like, so sweet uh, together uh, yeah so i mean so at this point
0: you know uh yeah, there was yeah they're they're you know, it's kind of like an all is lost moment where it's just like. And, and of course, everything goes great for Nigel and the girls, like, go oh, back to hijinks. The girls' this hijinks are just like, whatever. Although. Um, Cody rolls up and he's just like, Tess must go for bad boys because I've just, I've tried everything. And then he doesn't realize that he's talking to Tess. <laughs> yes. And
1: Cody's <laughs> wearing like a leather jacket and it's adorable. And, and then Tess like kisses them on the cheek and is like, I'm Tess. And he's like, <gasps> and like, because like one running thing in the movie is that he, Cody has a crush on Tess, but, and everyone realizes that except Tess. Um. So this is the moment where she finds out.
0: Oh um, yeah, it's
1: very cute. Um, yeah, babies. They are such babies. And then, and then, basically, they see um. They see a troublemaker boy, and like, they have some sort of um. Oh what was it? Oh, okay, okay. So here's what happens. So the girls have a diving meet. <laughs> um, they end up like doing really well yeah um i'm not really that interested in the diving like dynamic like there's there's like one moment i'm where not interested in it either yeah but um it's like an important plot device because then troublemaker boy comes and he's like hey your dad's not here at the diving meet and they're like well you know he's pretty sad because your mom like lied and like just wanted him for his money and like dumped him and he's like what are you talking about like maybe your sh- dad shouldn't have cheated And then they're all like what what None of this happened. And then they're like, Nigel. And so all three kids are like, let's go solve this. This must be Nigel. Because throughout the whole movie, Mary-Kate and Ashley are like, Nigel's kind of weird because he'll say stuff to them about money. Yeah. Um, so then... Then there's like the most like Mary Kate and Ashley scene ever where the three kids like run back to the back to Mary Kate and Ashley's place and Nigel is like in the back of an open car and he's on the phone like the ultimate villain and he's like he's like yes, now that I have figured out how to copy M- Max's art, I'll never have to rely on him for money again and he's basically just plagiarizing his sculptures. Yeah. Um and so then the kids like, magically have a video camera. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait, no, they have a... I think it's just audio recording. But, like, they they magically record that, and then, like, they end up um, outing Nigel, and then Brooke and Max get back together. So, it's, it's... I mean, it's... Like, this movie is, like... It's really delightful... It's really weird to watch it as, as an adult, um, but not as, like, I thought that I would watch it and it would have a bunch
0: of super problematic stuff that I, I lo- remember I, and then I, I'd hate it or something. But I it's love not how they trick him with a, re- I love how they trick Nigel with a remix.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, also <laughs> Cody. I love Cody
0: so much. He's such a cute little character. He, like, makes
1: a remix of Nigel's phone call and plays the remix at, like, an art opening f- at max's art opening to basically like help mary kate and ashley like intervene with their dad and then he fires nigel but like i just love that cody made a little remix
0: (laughs) it was yes i was like this is how you take someone down with a remix it's uh, and he and he goes i made the mix I'm like oh. I mean and, and he really deserves it at this point like I mean you hate Nigel through the whole movie but there there's a point near the end where he's where he he's looking around for max and he says where's my meal ticket yeah
1: <laughs> I mean he's such a fun villain because like He's he's probably the only character that's not nuanced, like not at all. And I never thought I'd say that about a Mary Kate and Ashley movie, like oh they're, nu- but they really are all like real people. Yeah. But Nigel Nigel's like totally a cartoon villain.
0: It's yeah <laughs> so no it's wild. Yeah it, yeah it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then um, of course you know big gesture. They lo- he looks up at the billboard and it's n- and it's like out in like yellow marker max does and it just says taken and then she just shows up in the car and you're just like oh and
1: she's like i just thought you would need a big visual statement and then like Uh, (laughs) like
0: this is actually white people to have a nice life i didn't
1: think i would say this but this is one of the movies that we've watched that i think has the strongest romantic connection yeah i like really ro- billboard dad has a better romantic connection than a lot of popular rom-coms i i yeah 100 i believe like
0: <laughs> they really were they really seemed like they were into each other yeah like
1: <laughs> like and if 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 the movie had been more centered on them and a little less on like you know mary kate and ashley which i realized that oh yeah mary make kate sense. that's the like, thing
0: mary kate and ashley are kind of like the weak link of this
1: yeah like the whole like the kid plot <laughs> is fun and I realized like this movie was also made for kids so that's why there's two plots um, but um, as an adult I'm like no you know this adult dynamic is really good And if and if the kids could move out of the way and we could have more of that it would be a really good romance about two two grown ass people who lost partners either through infidelity or death and are moving on <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, Billboard Dad holds up. It, it holds up. It's not I mean, it's it's still it's a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie and they narrate everything. So it's still very corny and it's it's not something you watch if you're like in the mood for cinema. Uh, but if you're in the mood for a funny movie that has surprising strengths, then I recommend.
0: Yeah. 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 And I don't really know what to compare it to. Like besides Uh, other mary kate besides besides other yeah because i mean they're really in a league of their own
1: they really are they really figured out a brand like precocious kids often meddling with their parents love lives usually meeting cute boys often on beaches sometimes traveling usually with blonde streaks um
0: Yeah Yeah. like oh my God yeah I mean I Definitely I would say watch It Takes Two like I I probably have Nostalgia glasses but I love It Takes Two and if I ever watched It Takes Two Again and found out that it was bad it would like hurt My feelings. I
1: love It Takes Two as well And I feel (laughs) the same way like there's some movies I actually kind of stay away from Rewatching because I'm I know it'll Hurt me
0: I know it'll hurt Me if I don't. Uh, Yeah I just I there. It's very hard. Like there are some movies that I watched a lot when I was a kid. Like I honestly cannot tell you how many times I watched It Takes Two as a kid. I yeah. don't know because it was on all the time and I never got tired of it. Yeah. I was always invested in It Takes Two. I'm it trying to tr- I'm trying to remember who the two people were. I think it was it was I think it was Kirstie Alley and Steve Guttenberg. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, no, It 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 Takes Two was like. Cause the parent, cause the parent trap was Dennis Quaid and yes. um, n- Natasha Richardson. Yes. And this was yes. like the, an era where Dennis Quaid was like
1: a dad in a shit ton of movies. Yeah.
0: And I remember watching both of them and I remember loving both of them. Like, yeah. it t- like nobody can tell me that it takes two in the parent <laughs> trap aren't good movies. They can leave me alone. No, definitely. <laughs> That's rude. Definitely. Um, yeah, and I also yeah, and you know one real set of twins and one fake set of twins exactly. <laughs> Aw, Lindsay, I
1: I still I still like Lindsay Lohan and the you know like Lindsay Lohan and the Olsen twins kind of I mean different trajectories but they both got disposed of by yeah, our the, true culture true that, t- that likes to garble up female celebrities yeah, and then it's spin them out. Yeah, similarly
0: bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I don't like that. That yeah, makes no. me sad. I don't so. like that
0: either. Now I'm thinking about Amanda Bynes.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, there's so much there. There's
0: so many. So many of these, like, sweet things like, really turn actors. out okay. And it makes
1: me upset. It makes me really upset. And the fact that people use them as a punchline, and I'm just like, you're an asshole. And I'm actually glad. What, are that you jealous that an eight year old was more famous than you? Like, get over yourself. I'm like, actually
0: <laughs> glad that Jamie Lynn Spears is okay. Like, I don't yeah. want to hear anything because I, like, because I, we all saw what Britney went through, and I'm sure that Jamie. And Britney's,
1: like, thriving now, though. And yeah. And like, I'm just
0: like, I'm just like, I want, like, I want to know that, like, Britney and Jamie just, like, have dinner together totally. they have like a nice glass of wine they're just like oh my god
1: like one of my favorite things is <laughs> Britney Spears Instagram presence she is she's great she's just having fucking fun yeah like and she I mean I she's still it. like wow like she can still dance and love perform love yeah love her forever so yeah she did a choreographed dance with like her current boyfriend and of course he was like ridiculously muscly and like it was so I loved it ah, I was just like what are you guys
0: doing anyways yes, i mean
1: like this 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 episode is dedicated to those 90s female stars that got made fun of a bunch
0: yeah um and i know that they like have more money than especially in the case of mary kate and ashley have more money than us so like why do we care but it's also just like
1: yeah like it's yeah, why would you why are, like there's why a are lot you? of people i would care about if i knew their names why, you are, know? Yeah, but why I, I know you <laughs> their names so it's easier to talk about someone whose name i know than like all of the people who I don't know
0: yeah and also <laughs> just like why the disdain for someone that like definitely made you laugh in your life
1: yeah exactly like That's even if you're embarrassed by it now yeah yeah don't don't pretend you didn't they didn't bring joy to you when you were a child <laughs> 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 and i mean i know don't i know <laughs> that you guys listening are probably with us on that like so i'm not yelling at you don't,
0: i'm just don't don't pretend like how the west was fun did oh like, baffle my you into gosh laughter. yes <laughs> How the West was fun. <laughs> To grandmother's house we go. Like, oh my, this Oh is, my gosh. Oh my god. I'm I'm down a
1: rabbit hole. Oh my. Emotionally, it's so much, so much. <sighs>
0: All right. Well. So yeah, enjoy, I hope that you enjoyed this Mother's Day edition.
1: Yes. Where <laughs> we talk about <laughs> of, of the podcast we talk about s, you know <laughs> eligible widowers. <laughs> 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 i'm sure that's a porn <laughs> hub search for someone oh yeah i'm sure it is
0: i mean um, yeah just like you know graying just
1: like a little bit of melancholy oh yeah yeah that's gonna be my type
0: sooner <laughs> than i think <laughs> 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 on that note <laughs> um so yeah you should definitely follow us on twitter yes you please should Rate our podcast on apple Podcasts. we're on we're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, and we are now on Google Play. So there is no excuse, yeah. Not to it listen. doesn't matter what kind of device you have. We're there waiting. We for are. You we're to there. us talk. So, and you know, we're also comedians. So hey, you know, if you like follow us on Twitter, you know, and we have like a show or something, you should. You, you should can come. Come to the show and hang you, out. You could.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. But like, tell us like how you know us. So, because we're not going to, you know,
0: mind read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do a show called Madams of the Universe, and my next show is June 17th, I believe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. At QED in Astoria. So, you should you should come by. It's always a good crowd. It's always a good time. I can vouch for that. Yeah. And I, you know, I handpick all of the comics who I let be on my show. And, you know, I've had a pretty good batting average, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. So yeah, like we are entertainers. Support us, (laughs) (laughs) please. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: I'm Bronwyn Isaac. (laughs) Are You okay? Yeah, no, I'm
1: fine. Like a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I like got something in my throat while I said please, and it felt too real. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, please, please. like please. Like whoa, Bronwyn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Jordan (laughs) (laughs) Cyril. Have a good one. Bye. please